Welcome back to the Yes Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for joining us on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon in Burlington, Connecticut. We've only got a couple of things um, on our uh, list to talk about, what's going on around here. First, just a reminder that we will be closed on the 4th of July. Uh, we'll be open for our normally scheduled sessions on Wednesday and Friday, but we are closed on the 4th of July. And second, we have just kicked off our run from Burlington to Boston. What that is, is it's a little competitive um, uh, challenge we have going to challenge yourself to be able to keep consistent over the summer. And what that means is we're going to try to have you burn as many calories in July and August as it would take to burn if you ran from Burlington to Boston. And if you do, we give you a prize, and you'll be able to stay fit over the summer. You'll probably get some little better results you may not have had over the summer because you stayed focused in your workout. So that's something we got going on, those two things. So today we're going to talk about cold therapy and what is cold therapy. So... Have you ever had your shower go completely cold on you? You're in there taking a shower, it's nice to warm, and then all of a sudden you run out of hot water and it becomes cold, and you get that real stress on your body. Well, that's technically or sort of what cold therapy is like. It's trying to create a hermetic stressor or a positive natural stressor on your body. And the theory is that if the, if the body is stressed like that, it adapts and gets better. So we're going to go through some of the benefits of cold therapy. So how would we do some cold therapy? So to do cold therapy, you might just start off slow at the end of your shower each day, um, turning it to completely cold for two or three minutes, four minutes, then five minutes, and trying to be consistent like this. We want to get into water that's between maybe 33 and 50 degrees on a consistent basis. If you're not consistent with that, then you're going to lose the effects of the cold water therapy. So you need to kind of be consistent with it. Uh, if you need to go beyond that, because you can work into 10, 15, 20 minutes of this, you might get yourself an old-fashioned top-loaded freezer, fill it up with ice and some water, and jump in that in an ice bath, actually. Submerge yourself all the way down, leave your head out of the water, and do some diaphragmatic breathing and really start to focus on your breathing, and you can get the benefits of cold therapy. So that's a little bit, um, what would the word be, a little bit too aggressive to start off with an ice-cold bath like that, but to start off with some shower time and work your way up to that would be excellent and you really start to reap the benefits of the cold therapy. If you're cold, close to water, you can jump out into a pond or a stream, uh, in the wintertime in the ocean. If you kind of want to do that, that works as well. But the water needs to be between about 33 and 50 degrees. So that's some ways that you can do it. Again, start off slowly, and work your way up to it. And I think you begin to enjoy it especially if you're in that bath and you start to focus on your diaphragmatic breathing and just relax 
and it can activate the parasympathetic nervous system and really start to relax the body and get some results. So let's go down through a list here of some ways that we can, or some things that, some benefits that we're going to get from participating in cold therapy. So the first thing is going to be probably big on a lot of people's list would be that it can aid in fat loss. Taking that cold bath or shower can aid in fat loss. So human stores of active brown fat cells, unlike white cell fat cells, which store energy and comprise mostly of body fat, brown fat is actually active in burning calories and using energy. So brown fat tissues, okay, can essentially turn calories from food into heat. It generates heat by uncoupling proteins within the mitochondria membranes. Boom. We start to burn some fat. Studies have shown that cold exposure increases brown fat tissue activity, which leads to an increase in caloric expenditure. Actually, researchers can think that frequent cold exposure might be an acceptable and an economical way to address the current fat obesity epidemic in our country. So um, actually one study, they had subjects who were exposed to cold stress had an average of an 80% increase in their metabolism over warm levels of water. So that's an interesting uh, little benefit there. Uh, I wouldn't put all my money on just getting in a cold shower every day. Obviously, we know that some exercise and nutrition will accelerate that process, but it can start to burn some of that fat in your body. Um, and we always want to try to utilize every, everything we can to get the results we're looking for. So number two, cold therapy helps fight inflammation. Something we've probably known for a long time. Exposure to cold temperature raises a protein and helps prevent inflammation in the body. Uh, one study found that exercising in cold reduced the inflammatory response seen in regular temperature environments. So just jumping into that cold ocean is going to help reduce some of that inflammation. And in another study, they found that exercising that exercising past a certain time in cold can actually increase inflammatory response. So it's good to exercise in the cold. And although I don't want my clients to hear this too much because they want me to turn that air conditioning down a bit, exercising too much in the cold can actually have a negative response. So the dose is very important. Um, going out for an exercise run, hike, um, skiing, snowboarding, things like that. It's great response regular exercise in those environments. It's not too long to do, but days and days and days of it could be actually have a negative effect on in your inflammatory response. So something to think about. Here's one that our podcast is all about. It can possibly increase lifespan. So there have been studies that found that flies Flies, okay, live twice as long when kept at 21 degrees Celsius rather than 26 degrees Celsius. So that six degree difference in temperature, the flies actually live longer. 
and they've had similar research on worms, they found that a five degree Celsius drop in temperature, temperature increased that lifespan by 75%. So, uh, you know, there's been a number of studies on insects has also found a negative relationship between temperature and lifespan and things like that. Fish have also been found to live longer in lower temperatures. Um, mice have been found to live in long, longer with lower temperatures. So increasing longevity via cold exposure could be due to a hormesis, or hormesis refers to the paradoxical adaptation that makes animals stronger and more efficient if they're exposed to environmental stresses. So we're going to just take that hypothesis if it's helping other animals to get exposed to the cold. Humans, if they're exposed to the cold, will have the same benefits. Um, because of that homey, homey, homeos, homeostatic effect that it has on the body. So something to think about, hasn't been completely proven yet, but there's so many other benefits of cold therapy that the increased exposure you know, could be a good thing for longevity. And they may think it might be due to some modulation in genes and things like that. So we know that, you know, it's going to slow down the rate and the reaction of various metabolic processes in the body. So, you know, this means fewer byproducts in the metabolism, such as oxygen, reactive oxygen species. So, again, it could help live help us live a little bit longer if we translate that from all these other animals and, and species into the human body. So cold therapy can strengthen the nervous system. The increase of burning fat during cold exposure is modulated by the sympathetic nervous system, okay, the, the fright or flight, and the cold temperature acts as a mild workout for the nervous system which adapts and strengthens and brings us down to the parasympathetic nervous system. So it can, again, the nervous system gets that negative stress to it and it adapts and gets better. The next thing that cold therapy could do is it may heal injuries and speed recovery. We've probably thought about that or known about that for a while. Uh, because of sports, you saw guys jump into cold ice baths after playing football or something like that back in the day. Um, the physiological effects of cold therapy can, reduce, can include reduction in blood flow and swelling, inflammation, and muscle spasms, and other metabolic demands. So it's going to help speed that recovery. And there have been some instances where ice plus exercise is affected to increase healing after things like ankle sprains or some surgeries. So there's something to think about. Um, so it could help heal injuries, may help heal injuries and speed some recovery. Now, why I say it may help, because there are some studies out there right now that are taking a look at when we used to jump in that ice bath after you know playing a, a ball game or something, that the cooling may actually reduce the effectiveness of, of the lymphatic system and the effectiveness of the training adaptations that are caused from lowering that inflammation from the workout. So the jury is still out as to whether the cold ice bath is actually going to speed recover, actually going to, or actually retard the training adaptations that we were looking for in our program. So 
the jury is still out on that. Um, as always down here at Yes Fitness, we try to take stay current on as the industry as best we can. We want to be a cutting edge, and that it would be definitely a change in old school thinking that you don't want to throw some ice or jump into an ice bath after a strenuous exercise activity. Another thing that cold therapy can do is help regulate blood sugar levels, which is pretty cool. Exposure to cold temperature can increase levels of protein involved in blood glucose regulation. With lower levels found in insulin resistance. So one study found levels to increase by 70% after that cold exposure. So this is, you know, a big thing with obesity and insulin levels in, in the the increase of insulin resistance in our population that this cold therapy may help with that. You know, the cold exposure can enhance the body's response to insulin, allowing the glucose to clear out of that blood a lot quicker. So a cold bath is one of the quickest ways to lower blood glucose and increase insulin sensitivity, which is pretty interesting. So... We have just a few more for you here. Uh, another way that cold therapy can enhance things, it can improve your sleep quality. And we know how important sleep is for longevity, allowing the body to get the waste products out of the brain and letting the body relax and recover from the day's activity. So daily, natural daily temperature fluctuations are important to regulate your sleep cycles. So there was a study, a Dutch study, found that by cooling core body temperatures, participants in that study achieved double restorative and slow wave sleep than those that did not have the cooling of the core body, the core body temperatures. So very interesting. So the National Sleep Foundation recommends keeping your bedroom sleeping temperature between 60 and 67 degrees. So even if you're not getting the cold therapy of cold shower or jumping into an ice bath, you want to try to make sure that the room temperature when you're sleeping is between 60 and 67 degrees. The next thing that the cold therapy can do for you is can strengthen the immune system. Study has been shown that cold exposure increases the natural killer cell count and activity in your body. So the cold exposure can also increase the levels of white blood cells and then the circulation of the body. So you want to take a look at that cold therapy as well as a way to strengthen your immune system. Pretty cool stuff. We've got the one of the last things here is that can enhance the detox pathway. So the cold therapy can enhance your de detox pathways. So in one study, they found people who regularly swam in ice cold water had relatively high levels of reduced gluth glutathione. Glutathione. Difficult for me to say. It's an antioxidant that is vital for detoxing. Let's just leave it at that. And cryotherapy, where they bring in that big tank in the air, you get exposed to temperatures of more than 100 degrees, negative 100 degrees Celsius, can enhance antioxidant status, antioxidant status, allowing the body to deal with free radicals much more effectively. So my mouth is getting a little dry here today, doing a lot of talking. 
got a little ways to go. And the last thing that cold therapy can enhance is can help reduce pain. Probably something we've thought about before. So blasts of cold significantly improves the quality of the life for patients suffering from phantom limb pain. Limb, phantom limb pain. Say that three times fast, will you? Cold compressive therapy provides more pain relief than popular alternative interventions. So cold applications alone may effectively reduce pain associated with migraine attacks as well. So there we go. It might help you to reduce some pain. So those are 10 things that are associated with cold therapy. Maybe one or two of those things or maybe all of those things will help your life. Certainly if it's going to help us a little bit longer, if we're going to sleep a little bit better so we can live a little longer, some things that we definitely want to think about and start to incorporate into our daily lives. But make sure that you build up slow to your cold exposure. Make it gradual. Don't just go out there today and get a tub, fill your bathtub with ice and, and water and jump in there and try to stay in there for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes because you're not going to be able to do it. It's going to be too difficult. But you can, over time, become adaptive to that and relax. Think about your diaphragmatic breathing and you'll start to reap the benefits of some cold therapy. So that's what we have for you today. Um, I appreciate taking the time during this holiday week and on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon to listen to my spiel about cold therapy. If you have any questions, certainly put it down in the comments. Email us at info.yesfitnessct.com. Uh, give us a call at 860-673-4293. Text us, whatever way you want to do, stop by. Ask me some questions. I'd be more than happy to go over the answers with you and give you some ideas on how to implement cold therapy in your life so that you can start to enjoy those benefits. So I want to wish everybody a happy 4th of July. Thanks for watching, and we'll be back next Tuesday, 3.30, for more insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching.